Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. See, I think the biggest challenge is going to be the 12-team playoff because the Big Ten could easily send four teams and it allows you to lose maybe two or three of the right games. Uh-huh. Like Penn State will be a team that would be in there even though they lost to Michigan and they lost to Ohio State. Right. They would still be in the running. Mm-hmm. You could still say, well, this year's a success because we still have a shot to redeem ourselves in the 12-team tournament. Now, we don't know if it's going to play like the NCAA basketball tournament where upsets happen or if it's going to go kind of chalky and it's going to end up being number one versus number two or one versus three every year. But I think for me, uh, for a lot of teams, there's there's one tier that eight games. If you can win eight games a year, that's a good season. Mm -hmm. The second tier is can you compete for the playoffs at least every other year. And then I think that last tier is, yeah, we want to win the Big Ten and we want to guarantee our spot in the playoffs. But So, yeah, I, I kind of see it breaking down into yeah. three tiers. Where for some teams, an eight-win season, that was a good year. And we got nothing to complain about. We're going to go play in a bowl game and we'll see mm-hmm. what happens. Maybe we can win nine. Yeah. For other teams, I think, yeah, can, you, can at least every other year – you compete for one of those 12 spots. Even if it's spot number 12, mm-hmm. you got to play Alabama or Georgia, you know what, yep. you're in. Yeah. And I think one of the things, and I've kind of tried to draw this parallel um, with the NCAA tournament, you know, it's a big deal when you make the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. It is a big deal. I mean, programs talk about, you know, we're in, we made the Sweet 16, we're in the mix. And, and that's also, you know, a, a big deal. So I, I think in college athletics and football now, it, it's going to be a big deal that you're one of the 12 teams that have been able to get there, regardless of what happens in, in that week one matchup. Right. You could sit there and say, we know that our program each and every year is going to have a shot at it. We just need to make sure we, we have the right players and we can win the right games to get us there because you're right. You know, you look at Penn State, they'd be in. Uh, Wisconsin probably could. Iowa, a team like Iowa could. I was about to say, Iowa, you know, they're teetering. And it's like, well, Iowa, if you beat Michigan, you're in. Yeah, so, you know, the, and, you know, it, so I think it's going to be the, the interesting thing is for those teams, the teams that don't make the championship game, whoever's three, four, five, somewhere in there, it just depends. Um yeah, what your opportunities are going to look like if you won the right games, uh, yeah. if your strength of schedule has been, you know, what you're going to ultimately need it to be. And, and right now, 
you know, you you look at like a you look at Michigan's schedule next year. That thing's going to be daunting, but it's it's full of you know marquee matchups, which is great. And I think you know other teams, the Maryland's of the world, they're feeling good because they don't have to look at the Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State wow. each and every year. Indiana's the same way. But I think getting back to it, to me, is still is still is the challenge will be the expectations of these programs. They need to make sure that they're right, because I think that also could say, well, shoot, well, I might not want to be involved in that. If you're a young coach, you're like, eh, I'm going to wait for another opportunity. And sure. you know, obviously the stability right now that, that's, that's in the Big Ten, the SEC, uh, the ACC, you know, if you have an opportunity to go there, you're a young coach, chances are you're going to jump at those, some of those opportunities. But it'll be if you're already at a marquee program and, and you're a coordinator or you're just a you're a position coach, but people are seeing you as a head coach, um, you're going to kind of sit back and, and not necessarily jump at all the jobs uh, that come your way. Because, look, I mean, guys, guys on that Michigan roster are taking pay cuts or Ohio State are taking pay cuts to go coach right. in the back. So, right. you know, it, it's, it's, it's just, uh, it's a different time. A lot right. of money's being thrown around in athletics and, you know, guys have opportunities. If you're one of the, the top coordinators or, or top assistants out there, I mean, you, you kind of have your pick uh, of the jobs when they come open, if you're that good. Hey, you'll see Howard. He'll be at the championship game. I can guarantee you he will be there. He's always <laughs> a winner. Howard, once again, I appreciate the time. Enjoy St. Elmo because I'm sure you guys have a reservation there already. Uh, make sure you run up the tab, send it to the Big Ten. They can pay for it. Hey, you know what I do in St. Elmo's? I just kind of walk in and walk around each table and take food from people on the, off each table. It works that way, too. See, look at that, man. You, you're giving away the secrets, man. That's, you, you know that's what we do when it comes to, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas. You just go and get a plate from house to house. Uh-huh. I hit all the places. I know somebody in the restaurant sitting at the table. I just wander around. Hey, man, let me get a shrimp. Let me drop yeah. it. We good? All right. Good seeing you. Give me a call. There you go. <laughs> I appreciate it. Enjoy Indianapolis. I'll be watching. You'll be there. You can see Howard. On TV on the Big Ten Network, he'll be back here. We'll wrap up next, I mean, the season and kind of talk about the playoff scenario next week. Until then, keep liking, keep watching, keep subscribing, keep telling your friends so brothers can get paid. Howard, appreciate your time, man. man. Yep, have a great one. All right, you too.